Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Sunny and I are hanging out in the living room today. It's a beautiful day outside, and we are snuggled in answering your crafty questions from YouTube. Let's see what you're thinking about today. Um, uh, Love Snow asks, what is that crocodile tool called? It's called a crocodile. I'll spell it for you. C-R-O-P-A-D-I-L-E. And it is, um, there's the big bite. That's the one that has the extended arm so that you can bite bigger or deeper into the middle of um, any project. For example, the middle hole of punching a hole in your signatures or covers of a junk journal. It makes it so much easier. Um, And it gives you a couple different sizes of holes that you can punch. It also sets eyelets. It's a really handy tool. Um, If I was on a deserted island and only could have a couple tools to make junk journals, Crocodile would be very near the top of the list. Yep, absolutely. There you go. Heidi Mason asks, how do you add the papers? And she's asking how to easily make a no-sew fabric covered junk journal cover. Oh, okay. So I'm going to refer you to my playlist called junk journal covers, signatures, um, uh, and, um, junk journal construction covers, signatures, etc. It's going to show, it has many videos in there on how to assemble junk journals and there's multiple different ways to put in your papers. Um, some, are easier than others, but all are relatively easy. And um, I'm sure you're going to find one that actually uh, that maybe can take you through the process and have some fun and make a book. Uh, Cowgirl said, "How do I sign up for the newsletter? Love your videos. Uh, the link is uh, in the drop-down description box below each video, and uh, that's the um, easiest way to. Let me see if you just." punch in. I'm just looking here. I don't know if this is actuality, but I'm just punching in. I'm going to put paper outpost newsletter in Google and see what I get. The power of Google. Facebook. April's newsletter. Well, this is out from the paper outpost. This is interesting. Okay, I don't know if I ever put that. Okay, April's is that mine? April's monthly. Okay. Open that up. Um, well, the easiest way is just to go to get the link on uh, below any one of my videos. If you can get into that more section, the drop down section, it's a long um, link, and it wouldn't behoove me to read it out here. Well, but it, there, no, what? Here's a shorter link. I have a shorter link. Okay, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash bit b-i-t b as in boy i-t dot l-y forward slash paper outpost newsletter there you go there's the link for those who are curious um 
All right, so what is the next uh, question? Um, Amy Marin, you, Marinucci. Pam, what weight cardstock do you suggest to print your adorable downloads and digikits on? Um, I use 110 pound weight cardstock, um, and I've also used 90. You can print you can print it them out on regular copy paper. It can be anything. I just like um, doing cardstock because it gives me some thickness already to the paper. So if I want to just print, cut, and use, it's ready. If you use Uh, copy paper you may want to back it on something if you're going to be making a pocket that it might have a little wear and tear or pull or something like that on it it gives you a little bit more structure you can also layer it onto book pages things like that to give a little structure um, or any other papers that you have around so you can use cardstock or uh, regular papers um, and they'll they'll look really cute okay I just had a fun idea. Okay. It just flew through the head. I'm going to now, I'm going to capture it. Here I am. I have my, my little notebook beside me. Okay. Oh, and I'll do it in a video. Okay. So that's how these ideas just pop up. They just, from, you know, pulling from you guys and the things you're asking about. And then poof, there's an idea. Okay. Can't tell you what it is. No. Wait for the video. Okay. Bree Hartley. I am new to the junk turtle world. Welcome, Brie. I am in the process of picking out my signature. Is it okay to just start with all coffee-dyed paper, then fully cover that coffee-dyed paper with another page if I want to do that? Would that work? Like I could, but like I could, but the page, but the page up to the spine. Also, can I decorate all the pages before adding and sewing to the spine? Yes. Yes to everything. Um, I recommend trying it different ways and seeing, um, learning different techniques and then find the techniques that work best for you. Um, I've tried decorating pages and then assembling them and sewing them into uh, the spine. And I've also tried assembling the book and then decorating the pages as I go. I found it uh, more comfortable for me to decorate the pages assembled in the book already. Um, that way nothing got squashed into the spine itself. Sometimes I would over-decorate heavily too close to the spine, and then when I would sew it all together, it would I would maybe lose a little bit of it because it was buried in the spine. But it all depends how you decorate and what you're using and things like that. So my best tip is um, try as many techniques as possible because there's a million and one ways to do that. And... You never have to ask permission to do anything because it's your art, your paper, um, and it's only paper. And you and have at it. Jump in, try all sorts of different things, and that's that's 90% of the fun. Um, Angel Love asks, have you tried a gel plate yet? I think it would rock your junk journal world. Um, yeah, no. Um, I have not tried a jelly plate yet. Wait, do I have a jelly plate? Do I? Did somebody send me one? I'm feeling like maybe I had one. Okay, so this is my take on jelly plates. I think they're a really cool tool. And uh, I know you can make your own. There's different ways to do that. They kind of freak me out. I don't know why. Okay, so here's the weird thing in my brain. It looks like an amorphous blob, which reminds me of a jellyfish that I sat on when I was three years old at the beach and I, I thought 
it was a seat for kids. I remember walking up to it. I don't know why I remember this. Walking up to it, looking at it on the sand and turning my little bottom around and sitting on it. And as I'm sitting on it, I see my mother coming screaming across the beach. Don't sit on that. You know, she's flying over and she swoops me up. And all of a sudden I looked at that thing and thought, huh, danger. And I don't know what it is. I have somehow commingled the two. They live together in some strange place in my brain. I have a friend, Linda, who crafts, uh, and uh, she's the Crafting Depot on YouTube. Check her out. She loves jelly plates, and um, she does really well with them. She has a lot of fun with them, and she embraces them, and she has no strange commingling with a jellyfish. Jelly plate, jellyfish, clear amorphous blob clear amorphous but I can't even think about it like I must carry on forward and not think about it and it's not like I really have a fear of jellyfish in general I like jellyfish um I'm fascinated by them I think they're beautiful in the water I love the pictures of them floating freely and stuff like that but there was something I don't know we'll just leave it at that okay <laughs> there's my jellyfish story now you know me better than most um uh number one Nana of two says my goodness Pam decisions decisions love watching you such fun I never thought of stamps being so mind-boggling do you use those clear stamps if so are they good of course they would be in another drawer other categories sheesh Sonny looks so innocent oh he is he's so innocent the little stinker um I have a whole pile of silicone stamps and um, they, they work perfectly. They work beautifully. Um, I would warn you, um, I was trying to save space, and what I did was I took them out of the packaging, and I put them all in one drawer, and a lot of them became one. They have this, um, I guess it's something to do with the silicone, but they, they start to stick to each other, and you can actually lose or destroy a lot of your uh, rubber stamps that way. Um, and then there's the... The are you going to put them on the acrylic block and then stamp? So it's, there's multiple steps. There's like finding the stamp, separating it from the blob, applying it to the acrylic block, stamping, removing it from the acrylic block. God forbid you're going to clean the stamp. I never do that. I'm so bad. Um, and then put it all away. A lot of steps for me. Um, and I have gone ahead and skipped the entire acrylic block part of it. And I just you put the stamp in my hand, ink it up, and then slap her down and just use the like my, my hand as the acrylic block or use a book or like a Nancy Drew book or something um, with a hard cover and just push down. Um, and for some reason, I just like the grab-and-go utility of the rubber stamp already on the block. Grab, ink, stamp, you're out of there. And also... It's labeled. In other words, the wooden part on the back of the rubber stamp has the picture. Now your blot, okay, now this is kind of strange, but the clear silicone stamps do start to look like an amorphous clear blob in the drawer because you can't really see what they are until you pull them all apart. And I don't recommend pulling, putting them all together in one big amorphous blob. Uh, um, keep them separate somehow. Maybe keep them on their, their background sheets. But once you take it off... Sometimes it doesn't stick really well, again, to the original plastic acrylic sheet it came to. It, maybe if you clean your stamps, everything works better. But in, in my world, 
the grab and go, quick in and out, uh, lazy crafter world. Yeah, sometimes they don't stick and they fall off. Like I'd get a a, a, a new set of like a, a whole bunch of little stamps, maybe little sentiments, little borders, stuff like that. And I'd use a stamp and try and stick it to the acrylic backing again. Probably if you wipe off the back, it would stick. But then again, another step. So the trade-off with the rubber wooden stamps is um, they definitely take up more room. And they can get old and dry and cracked over time, but it takes a long time for them to do that. And um, I often buy used stamps, so there's already some aging in there. I've rarely had a stamp that is so bad I can't use it unless it's just worn down or it's so inky. Its edges are not sharp and clear. Okay, we know whose fault that is. We we admit that. Um, um, and the dry crumbly, it's rare, it has happened, but it's so rare, I wouldn't even consider it an issue. Um, so yeah, but that, that's where I default to, just because I'm lazy, and I, I don't, I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, be particular in every other area, um, but you know, when it comes to my crafting, I like to just just kick back, make it easy, make it fun, have fun, play, and uh, just remember it's only paper. Um Okay, who's this? This is a tail a yearie. When you used modeling paste and added ink to color the paste, what else can a crafter use to color the paste? Coffee? Sure, why not? Um, maybe those coffee crystals dissolved in a little bit of water so you can keep it concentrated and then just put a drop or two. Um, I would say maybe um, ink. Um, oh, I did use ink. Never mind. Like maybe if you have an ink pad, you could rub it on a glass or acrylic surface. Dab, dab, dab. Like rub, rub, rub. Get the ink on there. Let's say you don't have the re-inkers. Um, and then put a few droplets of water. And then like maybe somehow flip it over onto like a blob of modeling paste. Or put a blob of modeling paste. Yeah, this would be easier, Pam. Put the blob of modeling paste onto the ink and then just like smush it around with a like a palette knife or your finger or whatever um what else yeah i mean anything that's pigment um probably makeup i would say but if you add something that's going to change the hardness of the modeling paste you may destroy the um crisp hardness of it so if you add modeling um, makeup that has oil in it it might break that down but if you add makeup pigment like a dry eyeshadow or a dry blush or a dry powder it may not because it doesn't have the oil in it as much and you may be okay so that would be a test and go yeah i would try that um Acrylic paint? Why can't you put a little daub of acrylic paint? Watercolor paint? Maybe you could add some watercolor paint. Um, wet it, your watercolor paint up, put a couple drops in there, and see if you get some decent colorage. You might get more pastel shades with watercolor, more intense colors with the acrylic. It's all fun. It's all good. I did um, see other people do the... Did I do it? Maybe I did it too. I can't remember. Did I do acrylic paint? I can't remember now. Um, I think it, if I didn't do it, I'm pretty sure it would work. How about that? Okay. Um, Patricia makes things. Oh, I like your name. Patricia makes things. Don't judge what you're working on too early. Let it evolve. Let it come to life on its own. Pam, this is such incredible advice. Oh, I thought that was pretty good advice she was giving us. 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, may I print your words out and put them up in my studio as a reminder? Of course. Have at it. Go, go have fun. Um, I do a lot of different crafts. And when people ask for tips, I always tell them, keep going, keep playing, see how far the process will take you. And you might surprise yourself. Isn't that, that's, that's just, um, P.S. Thank you for your videos. I usually put them on while I'm working on a project and it feels like having a crafter buddy in the room with me. Um, oh, thank you. Um, I'm so happy to know we are crafting together, Patricia. And we're all crafting together. You know, whether it's at the same moment, the same time, you know, with the blessing of the internet, we can all, you know, craft together even though we're not in the same place in the same moment. Um, and that's a nice, warm, cozy, fuzzy feeling. So I'm very happy to hear that. And feel free to, yeah, of course, print that out and put it on your wall. I think that's awesome. Um, S. Falco says, I wonder too, what happened to Tuesday morning? Love your ideas for paper. Tuesday morning. Um, oh, the store. I thought she was wondering if I had a video on Tuesday morning. I'm thinking, I don't have videos on Tuesday morning. Did, I think the store, did it close? I noticed my Tuesday morning is no longer there. Maybe it was a ubiquitous closing of the store's everywhere I don't know maybe they closed down um, that would be sad to see them go we loved you while you were here Tuesday morning um, might have to look that up but um, that yeah they were a good resource for craft supplies but there is no shortage of craft supplies out there folks so fear not there's still tons of stuff um, user says do you think caulk would work in place of the modeling paste um, okay I, uh, I I don't know if it's going to work in place of the modeling paste, but this is what I learned from Heather at Thicket Works. Um, she would take uh, these icing forms. Um, they are backed, and they're like you can design icing things and flip them out, and then you put them on your cake. But you can use caulk in there but you want to dust it with some kind of powder first like talcum powder or cornstarch or something then apply the caulk scrape it off the top let it dry and then they peel right out like a silicone mold yeah they're silicone molds and um, you can get the most intricate very beautiful detailed stuff and then you can glue that on your junk journal covers or spines now remember it is caulk so it's going to repel water so if you want to paint or color it it might be a little tricky you can do it maybe sand the surface lightly so it picks up the color a little bit better but it can be done i totally forgot i have a whole drawer of those things already done i need to show you that okay show caulked lace let's call it that Okay, because it is pretty cool. But what you can do in place of modeling paste is joint compound or spackle. And um, from what I've heard, it works exactly the same way. I haven't used it myself. I've always just used the modeling paste because I don't think the price is all that different unless you buy a really big thing of joint compound. Then you've got modeling paste that you can will to your children. Okay, because there's going to be so much in there. But if you get one of those little spackle containers, or like they do have spackling squeeze tubes too, you can do that too, and that will give you a bit of a hard thing. Um, I don't know, the modeling paste might be a little harder, but I think it still will work. For small, light designs, yeah, a nice alternative. And there are make-your-own-modeling-paste make recipes out there. I, have, I don't think I've done it myself. I've done gesso. But not modeling paste, I don't think so. But I'm sure it's out there. Just Google, uh, YouTube it. 
Um, Becky Starr asks, would toothpaste squeezer help push down the modeling paste? I don't know how thick the plastic is for men bending. Love your abandoning exercises. Ah, So I, I think it would. I have a toothpaste squeezer, and I think it would probably do that. So I guess it depends on your toothpaste squeezer. Um, do I? <laughs> Colleen, our Colleen One says, do I have scrapbook paper? She's referring to Got Ugly scrapbook paper video. Uh, oh, girl, hysterical laughter. At least five feet crammed in my shelves. I know, I hear you. I know, we need more videos on how to use up your scrapbook paper. Uh, because it really is pretty paper. Who are we kidding? And if it's not pretty... We now know how to make it pretty. Okay, there you go. Got a couple videos on that. Um, Zenobia F says, Pam, have you ever considered you may have ADHD or ADD? Watching you try to stay on task today has been an amusing, has been amusing, but not boring. Um, hey, anything's possible. Um, I, 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 uh, who, who knows? <laughs> you know, you call it as you see it, Zenobia. There you go. All right, everybody. Big hugs from all of us to all of you. And um, we'll see you around the crafty block. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.